My dad said, if you're going to do a job, do a job. And if you're not going to do a job, don't do a job. And that is the key of everything. This is At The Nexus, episode 117, Larger Than Life Lifestyle, on Saturday, March 8th, 2014. And now, to Exotic and Foreign. This episode of At The Nexus is hosted by Ryan Rampersad with co-host Matthew Petrum. Big week. Huge week. Huge. That's, uh, Pretty big. I guess that is. Mm-hmm. What made this week so huge for you? Don't remember. Must have happened, though. You know, it's a bad sign. It's been a long week. Tell me about that. You did. Already. Now my mind explodes. It happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A, lot, a lot of tech news this week? Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of community education this week? Yeah, a lot, lots of both. Lot, lots lot, of both. How about the mail? Oh, man. Mail every day. There's more of it. That, that's too bad. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I guess I'm, uh, very, I'm a very bad walker. You're a bad walker? I, I'm not very good at walking. How is that possible? I thought I was pretty pro. I, I thought I was skillfully and gracefully giving, g- getting up these icy stairs and back down and going to the next house to deliver the mail. I'm not fast. I guess, uh, I guess I'm hours slower than I should be. It has nothing to do with the thugs in the road and all the other conditions and hazards. Well, I, he- I heard you went to a bar. Yes, I did go to a bar, and then I was promptly told by you that when the guy called me honey, that was normal behavior for a gay bar. Yes, that, uh, that is the bar you went to. Yes, I actually ended up going to two, but one didn't get their mail because they gave me a funny look. Well, okay, so there's another bar further down um, university, and I go into the place because I have all this stuff for this uh, healthcare center. I'm like, I'm in a bar. They're looking at me. I got a mailbag. I'm out of the door. <laughs> and then uh, I tried to go up the stairs, and then the stairs were locked, and there was no, no key in the key key bar, so I just uh, continued on going down. That works. Well, a lot of businesses are closed Saturday, mm-hmm. so, I mean, it was probably going to be missed anyways. Mm-hmm. Saturday's only not business day for most people. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But all the other residential people got their mail. Good. Just took a while. Allegedly. Allegedly. I don't know. I had so many parcels today. Like, how could they expect that? I don't know. I even had one of them oldie schoolie terms parcels, like the pay on delivery, like the stuff they used to do back when the post office was young and times were different. When you send something, you make the person pay with a credit card ahead of time. Mm-hmm. You don't expect to get a check, like this person to give me a check for $270 for they got their package. That's interesting. I don't want to deal with a check for $270. I'm responsible for it. As soon as it leaves the post office, I am financially responsible for that parcel. And uh, I, I don't like that uh, accountability. I like to live my life accountability free. Too, too much weight on your shoulders. I mean, well... I like to keep them pretty clean. That's why I don't have hair anymore. I, yeah. You know, the dandruff always fell upon them like rain. Too too heavy. Snow. I see. Well, yeah. that's interesting. I, I have this new liberation sense where I just have to be clean and clean cut. Also, have, I've been having the holes filled in my teeth, finally, after years of having them. Well, a year now. Good luck with that. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's even better than I should have it. all my teeth replaced with this new stuff. Um, it's Sounds expensive. It's well, the insurance is dealing with it, and mm-hmm. hopefully I'll get new insurance so the caps won't matter. <laughs> Still sounds expensive. But let me tell you about what truly was expensive. Mm-hmm. So, 
I had just worked a long day at the post office and I was getting my cavities replaced with um, proper fake teeth. It's funny to say getting cavities replaced. That's well, I was atypical. having the hole replaced with a filling. It, 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 how it, it, it's true. But it sounds suspicious. Let's just say that. But I had a filling. Okay. My hole was filled. Indeed. Are you happy? Yeah. All right, moving on. So they, they Novocaine up my face first. And I'm like, wow, so hungry. And I'm like, wow, there's a Hardee's in our city? And I had only known the Hardee's on the outskirts of town and plus the town's over. Like, I didn't know we had, we were blessed with a, one in the Twin Cities. And so I went over there. And I got one of their big monster deals. And then I got another one. It was twenty three dollars. That was huge. Four Domino's pizzas, and uh, was it worth it? Yes. Okay then. I mean, so they got two thick, luscious patties of meat, and in between crisscrossed bacon and cheese, and they even I had um, what do they call that? Mayonnaise miracle. What's the white form of ketchup? It could be mayonnaise. It could be Miracle Whip. It was some white paste that they put on both sides of the buns. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even take it off. I'm like, you know what? I'm already Novocaine'd up. I can't even feel it. it spilled so much Coke on me. Like, I, I got a large Coke, too. And I'm trying to drink, and this guy is, like, just driving next to me, like, a little like, I'm like, rob, gob, and then this... Wait, you were this, eating this, in the, in something? I was driving home. Oh, my gosh. Well, I was driving under the influence of Novocaine and racing. Drag racing. And eating. Why? Well, Drinking. smaller. I understand. I can see why. Yeah. Yeah, so while my week was slightly less uh, Novocaine'd, I, I was... Wears off. Well, you know, I'm glad it does. It's very dangerous. I mean, we couldn't do this podcast if it wasn't. Actually, yes, I, we actually, could. Actually, you could, and I think it might be a good idea to try that. No, but I uh, I actually had work this week. Uh, it was one of the classes I teach. Yeah. And it's very dangerous to teach community education. I mean, you never know which one's going to complain. You don't. And so, but we all found a common enemy. So my class had six people signed up, and then suddenly at the last minute somebody else signed up. So there were seven total, and seven people showed up, so great. But it took them about ten minutes to figure out how to get into the building because, as you might have heard, Central at night is someone locked in the front, someone locked on the side. So you kind of have to like know which door to go into. And everybody told them to go into those pool doors. And, well, they're, they're, our community education program doesn't put up signs, you know, like a guidepost. Of where to go to get But there into... is somebody in the office every single day. Yeah, but how did you get to the office? I mean, the person in the office for community education and all the other things. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they're there. Yeah, they're there. I know they're there. I know and they are. very unhelpful when you're trying to get driver's training. Well, yeah, because I think they're just grumpy in general. Yeah. So, uh, apparently, after everybody found where the class was upstairs in the library... They all told me, yeah, we were lost. They said somebody would be downstairs to help us get up here, and they weren't. And so I told them, well, it's funny you tell tell me that, because I told them to tell you to go into the back doors where they were waiting for you. Huh, you know what? I'm going to give you this feedback sheet, and you're going to write down that you got lost and you hated it. So I got seven feedback sheets with almost identical feedback. It was great. Now, you should have had it pre-filled out, and all they had to do was sign the complaint. It's funny you mentioned with that. With your name. <laughs> No, uh, they actually, uh, I did have somebody pre-fill out the top, and then I made copies of the pre-fill. Wow. So, like, the the course name, my name, the date. Clever. Mm-hmm. It was very well executed. Mm-hmm. So, it was a good class. I finally figured out what I want the class to be for. It's, it's uh, to teach the grammar and the foundations of all the things. So, I have stuff in there, like browsers. Pretty important. Most people don't get it. I, I, have, I know. 
I have, you know, just general points of a website. I have how domain names work. I have what technologies are out there, like HTML, HTML5, CSS, CSS3. So how did you tell them how domain names work? I showed them a bunch of domain names, and I asked them, which one do you think is fake? Like I, Okay, I, so I, that's what you meant. Yeah. Like, what you should pick as one. No, I, or... I, I basically showed them fake domain names, like Amazon spelled wrong, and Google spelled wrong, okay. and Wells Fargo with an accent mark in the O. Totally illegal I domain I call those squiggles. Right, it's an accent, actually. Squiggles, right? Common tongue words, yes. So, so now, uh, so that's what I had been doing. So now I, I have a better grasp of what I want to do. So I'm going to do, like, where to go to buy one now. I'm going to network solutions. I'm just going to drive people into a doom. You know, you can do that. I you can. have a position of authority over these people's minds. I, I do, and so I'm going to do it. I'm going to drive these people out of the market. I mean, and I admit that openly because they don't know that they are being driven out of the market. Yeah. Uh, so I'm also going to show them where to get hosting. I'm not showing them GoDaddy because that'd be dangerous. I don't know if it would be. Want to run for all? You could. <laughs> you, you could save twenty five dollars a month. Yeah, me. Yeah. I could. Yes. I mean, right. If you're going to sign this co- uh, complaining form, why not sign this one? Right. Too? Yes. So so there's that. And and so one of the things I also wanted to cover was SEO. Do you remember last week on the fringe how we spent a good twenty five minutes looking up Kara Knudsen and her photography business? Oh yeah, yeah. We were analyzing it. We were analyzing it and, and so then trying to figure out her schedule. Which we were And then I wanted to schedule something. How'd that go? Well you see Did she turn you down for being too big to take photos? Those cameras have a really wide aperture and I'm not even big enough to saturate that, so well, no, I it's the shutter speed that. that's the problem. What does that even mean? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Anyway, so now that I have a better understanding, I would like to do that same analysis, but with the group. I'd like to do some SEO talking points. So now that I know what the class is going to be about, I know what to do in the future. So if you know what this class is, what is your next class? So the next class is website construction. It's about HTML. No difference. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, well, you'll have to keep us informed about oh, I, all of these uh, next week's panel. I'll keep you informed already. Or, or is this a year? No, 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 no. So you'd be able to teach this. So then the next iteration, whenever I teach this, would be in fall or summer if they do summer. So months out. Yeah. Okay. My bad. I've got months and months. So, to so are you done working for this? No, no, no. no. Oh, uh, so the next, more? the next series of classes, the HTML ones, are starting on Monday. So when do you get your helper? I never do. It's unfortunate. I mean, you are a helper. Why don't... I don't know. I, I think they don't want to hire anyone else. Like, we don't need an elevator boy anymore. Like, I was hired for that Can position. an elevator man? Too old. Oh, no, 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 no. I could show them my youthiness. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think it'd be fun. Because I'm never going to... I'm always going to be done with work at the post office before six. Yeah, I understand. No, I mean, it's literally right next. I, I know it really is really right next. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it sounds wrong when you say bad grammar. Either way, um, right next to that, um, I hear we have uh, lots of show notes this week. And where can we find those show notes? You can find those show notes at thenexus.tv slash ATN117. 117? 117. You play a lot of Halo? No. Is that is that a Halo thing? It is a Halo thing. Is it? How? What? Well, you, when you beat Halo 3 and stuff, like in the graves, like you got the, the Master Chiefs. 
grave serial number thing, 117. I would have never known uh, that. I don't know why it is, but I don't actually know what it is. All I know is it disappears and a bunch of other stuff. See, I wouldn't know that because I never beat Halo 3. It, I don't even it's got know a Wikipedia page. So. Did I beat Halo 2? I don't know. It, you wouldn't even play Reach with me. It sucks. They ruined the gravity, and everybody I talk to disagrees with me, and I don't agree with them. No, you didn't like it because I changed the gun. You have a plasma machine gun now. Oh. You shouldn't be adding new guns in the prehistoric one. No, you can't. You cannot do that. You cannot add guns that weren't in the game that comes after it. It's unacceptable. But it came before it. That's what I just said. And furthermore, I have the same problem with Star Wars. The, the shows don't make sense. Why? Because R2-D2 was ten times more powerful than the first three episodes? I don't even know who that is. And that's irrelevant. <laughs> you know, Ian Buck is going to come Jedi you to death for your slander. You know, there was an episode that you told me, like, Iron Man isn't a Jedi. You got to help me here. What? <laughs> There's this episode that you told me that Iron Man wasn't a Jedi. Iron Man, the Marvel guy. <laughs> right. Like, the Avenger. Correct. Is a Jedi. Repeating yourself. No, I'm just, I'm just letting it soak in for the audience. Like, uh, No, this is what you told me. I can guarantee you he's not. <laughs> okay, then. I, I'm not disputing the fact. I hope you're already getting excited for Star Wars 7, though. I don't know anything about it, and I'm not that excited. I'm tickled pink. This is going to be the greatest thing ever. Well, that is a very rare kind of meat. Yeah, so uh, I want to get started with that news. Uh, I think you want to tell me about our favorite thing. Uh, phones, tablets, and carriers? Yeah, I guess that's how you're promoting it now. Yeah, that, that's exactly how I'm promoting it. But I guess the favorite thing you'd be speaking of is, of course, the BlackBerry. The BlackBerry. The BlackBerry. The, 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 the BlackBerry. BlackBerry. What, what kind? BlackBerry. The BlackBerry. Mm-hmm. Well, do you remember last week when T-Mobile fixed the promotional that they were spewing? Mm-hmm. You know that promotional where you could get 250 off a BlackBerry device? Or $200 off of a non-BlackBerry device mm-hmm. if you turned a BlackBerry in. Yep. So what do you think the results of that promotion was? It was just a week long. Nothing happened. Turns out a lot of people did it. And 94% of the people who traded in Blackberries, like there, so there were more people than just BlackBerry trade-ins. But of 94% that did trade in a BlackBerry, only that 94%, not the 100% of all the people who did, didn't pick a BlackBerry. So, in other words, they picked a Galaxy something. So, 6% bought into BlackBerry again. Still. And then the others moved on with their lives. You know, I mean... Because, yeah. really, $200 or $250, means and then that is a non-competitive price difference. And the two handsets the BlackBerry has on T-Mobile that aren't sucky are not like the Z10. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Z10? Yeah. Good news is, Boost Mobile will still give you $50 for your BlackBerry. Really? Or any phone. Boost Mobile. Boost Mobile. And what, do you have to sell your soul? No, but they're even going lower than before with mm. their prices. Mm. I don't know. Well, they got a new radio commercial, which has been all over. I mean, yeah, I listen to the radio a lot. Coincidentally, my truck doesn't have, my circus car truck thing doesn't have a radio. Yeah, but there's some uh, simple choice plan modifications so from you, T-Mobile, by from, the way. Well, yeah, T-Mobile said that over there. Do you know how many people can correlate T-Mobile and Simple Choice? No one. Really? Yes, because guess what AT&T's plan is? Better? Share value. Mm, yeah. So the, the the $50 plan now gives you one gigabyte instead of 550 
no, for just 500 flat megabytes. But unfortunately, unlimited plans are now $10 more, and uh, it's... Uh, Not a big deal. It, it isn't. Like, for the lower end, you're coming out better, and for the higher end, you're paying more for something that's unlimited. Oh, well. Now, it's kind of interesting. So if you pay $50 on the Simple Choice plan, now you get unlimited calling, unlimited texting, unlimited 2G, and one gigabyte of 4G. Like, that unlimited calling... That's pretty attractive for somebody who wants unlimited calling. Yeah, I use the phone a lot. These you know, days. and it's only $20 more than the plan that we pay now. See, I can get unlimited calling and texting and a gig for $42. Yeah, but you have to get a different phone? Is that right? No, no, I can okay. use my existing phone. Well, okay, so $42 is just a discount from the 50 so that's not really a big incentive or difference for the non-public well, I, I just like saying enterprise. I'm a federal employee. Yeah, right? I know you do. Because I'm a federalist. So, so the other two plans that they have, not the unlimited one, they have a 2.5 gigabyte plan, which has been bumped up to 3 gigabytes. They had a previously unlimited plan, which is funny to say, and that has been now downgraded to just 5 gigabytes. So the Simple Trains plans in all directions have changed slightly. Mm. And it's not a big deal. Yeah. Now, also what's not a big deal, but it's nice that it's been done, is that AT&T is being competitive for a change. And this never happens. They're buying somebody out? No, no, no. They're actually lowering their prices. Before they buy somebody out. No, no, no. Oh, they always say that they're being competitive by buying the competition. <laughs> yeah, you know what happens. Yeah. So, no, instead what they're doing is they're lowering the price of the 2 gigabyte mobile share value plan, which is a lot of words for saying not much. They're lowering it by $15 to stay competitive. You know... <sighs> so you can get 2 gigabytes of... Presumably 4G and 3G, depending on what you need. Starting March 9th, it is being lowered by $15 from $55 to $40 per month. But is that low enough to actually be competitive? $40 is $10 cheaper than the Simple Choice plan when you only get one gig. So technically, yes, it is competitive. However, technically, no, because what nobody has told you yet is how much it costs to actually have the phone. So this plan is apparently only available to you if you are installed on the next plan, you know, the next installment oh, yeah. thing. And that means you have to buy it on contract, not contract, yeah. which means you have to pay $40 a month, but not actually, because starting now, if you do this thingamajig, you will have to only pay $25 instead of the $40. Hmm. Unless in the future... You buy another phone through contract, not contract, in which case it'll go back up again. So this is kind of a promotional. So I guess all the companies are just kind of converging on the contract, not contract plan thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's a trending thing. Kind of. Yeah. So ever heard of uh, Oppo? Oppo or Oppo? Yeah, I've heard of yeah, them. Yeah, I mean, it's however you want to say it. It doesn't matter. No. I mean, it's pretty symmetric. I like that. I do like that. I mean... Spelled backwards or forwards, it spells Oppo. Even upside down, it's pretty similar. Uh, no, uh, upside down, I think it would cause confusion with brand recognition. Either way, they have confirmed that they have two Find 7 models. Um, so one of them is a HD phone at 1080p display, and the other one is a QHD, which technically I've never heard of, and um, allegedly that is uh, 1440p. Yeah. QHD? You is, know, that a, is that a if, thing? If you go on Wikipedia and you look up all the abbreviation names for all of the different resolutions, it's insane. 
Like there's Q's, W's, X's, and G's that shouldn't NGs. be G's. Yes, and G's that should not H D N G. Exactly. I mean that sounds like a mech. Mm. I would ride in one of those. High resolution mech. Yeah. So, um, in addition to having those two screen sizes, we also have the the news that the lower end screen will have that Snapdragon 800. But the other one will have the 801. That's right. Now, do you know why? Because QHD is CPU hug. Uh, Apparently it is a CPU hug for no reason other than... It's amazing. There's a lot more pixels to push. So... That's great that it's going to have an 801 in it to be wasted on pushing more pixels instead of just being faster. Hmm, how yeah. sad. Now, that that could just be all of it, but we have uh, that being official, and then we have some leaks, some rumors. Oh, oh, oh love the leaks. So yeah. if you take a look at this picture that I've supplied here for you. Oh, oh so skip the first picture. I mean, I guess you can look at it. <laughs> I, I will take so, time to evaluate. So, so look at that. Now, how similar does that look like? Very. Very similar to the Nexus 5? Yeah. So I've been tweeting about this all day, today and yesterday, and I've been talking to some people, and we agree that it looks like a Nexus 5 with a silver, silver kind of metal rim, and that instead of just being as tall as the Nexus 5, it's... A little bit taller, like a little bit, and that blue light is very compelling. Okay, so then the rumor or leak that we're experiencing here today—you're uh, with us now, right? What you're experiencing is that there is a blue LED notification light at the bottom of the phone in the shape of a crescent, and looks amazing. It looks incredible. Now, if that's real and that's just not like some effect that they put on when the camera was gleaned over it at 125 degrees Celsius. Uh, no. Okay. Not gonna. Then, then we have a compelling product that I might need to immediately purchase. But how much is this gonna? We don't know. But it doesn't matter. I don't need to know how much it costs. I can buy anything. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. So that that's great. I think that's an extraordinarily compelling thing. If that happens on the Oppo Find Seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the name Find Seven? It's fine. Really, I mean, it's better than a Nexus Seven. Isn't anything. I, I I I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So last year in Barcelona, or last year at uh, Mobile World Conference, HP released the Slate Seven tablet for just one sixty nine. But this year, HP is quietly releasing the HP Eight for the same for the same specs, including Android four point two point two. Totally read what you thought it did. Yeah, you know. <sighs> I rolled uh, same price, but uh, now it's got Android four point two point two and a terrible uh, ten twenty four by seven sixty eight. That's not terrible resolution. Yeah, it is. And a no name processor. Yeah, I don't even know what the name of the processor is. I mean, let me let me uh, try to say it. I'm not even going to use narrator this time. The processor this product has it doesn't look like an iPad Mini either. Yeah, it does actually. Totally does. It's white. It has chamfered edges. And but it's it has white. A, a giant. HP logo on it. So do you think when the screen is off, that comes on? I mean... <laughs> no. No, it doesn't. Who would walk around with an HP? They must have covers. Like, that you can you can cover up the HP-ness. So, uh, the uh, processor is an Al Winner. Okay. No name sounds Better? more professional. Yeah, Al Winner A31 quad-core CPU. 
Now, the reason I say that the 1024 by 768 resolution is horrible is because the HP 7, the Slate 7, had uh, 1280 by 800, which is better, which still sucks compared to the current Gen Nexus 7, which came out three months after, well, okay, fine, four months after the uh, HP 7. Mm. So it's terrible in all directions, although the price could be, you know, good for, I guess, yeah, okay, maybe not. I can't condone any purchase of that. Mm. Ever. Okay, let's let's talk about somebody else now. Let's talk about Apple. Ah, oh. But not Apple now. Apple from like the eighties. Uh sounds old and irrelevant. Yeah, it kind of is. However, John Scully, do you know him? No. He was going to work for Pepsi and, 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 and Steve told him that would would you rather change the world to sugar water or something useful? I don't think that's actually what he said, but something like that. It happened. I got a Pepsi in my hand. You do have a Pepsi in your hand. It had nothing to do with John Scully. So the former Apple CEO that kicked Steve out is now doing his own new phone adventure, and he's launching a new smartphone brand somewhere in India. Hmm. And it's kind of interesting that it's going to be in India. Uh, so he is working with a Singapore-based company called Inflection Point, with an X instead of a T, and uh, he's also working with AJ Sharma, who was a founding member from Micromax and HTC. So he's got a lot of different companies going into this. HTC is a big one. Yeah. I mean, no, it's not HTC that's going into it. It's a person who worked at HTC. So, eh. But I mean, every company's got its quack. Right. And so do you think that... No, I don't think so. I don't even have to ask. This won't make any difference. I'm sure that somebody just found John Scully sitting out on the street, and they asked him, hey, do you want to go start a phone company uh, in India? And he said, sure, why not? I mean, so many people are just in the gutters of Barcelona. I'm sure he just gets free Pepsi now. You know... I hope he does. How is it? Oh, it's gone. What? Nothing. You want more? Yeah. Addicted. I mean, the addiction has... Doesn't stop. ...started. Yeah. So, um, you know, Apple and their OS Xs. Yeah. And their terribleness. Well, so 10.9.3, which is starting to sound like an IP, they just got to have one sub-revision underneath that. Like uh, 10.3.1 should come out. Um, uh, we'll be launching soon and it'll be fixing their grievous SSL certification bugs, um, and all the spoofing stuff. Like their, the, the iOS has already fixed that. Mm -hmm. Um, but their desktop line is behind and they'll also be introducing a new feature, which I don't quite understand, which is native retina. So it's an option for the 4k screens. What is native retina? So do you know what, how isn't retina already retina? So, uh, basically what it means is on the Mac now, if you plug in a Retina display, it won't rescale all of the UI elements to be normal size. So imagine you want 1080p elements. Well, I get that all the time in my Linux. Right. If so I hook up a monitor, it needs to be right. Told so to work. You 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 get you don't get 1080p elements on the screen when you plug in your 4K monitor. You 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 don't get that for times resolution per element you instead get one pixel on the screen for each pixel the operating system is spewing out and so a lot of people think that's great but there's also a lot of people who don't want that they want just high resolution high density screens that look nice but not necessarily give them more screen space hmm. like you it's a hard battle it is a hard battle and so now uh they're adding it and people believe that if apple's adding this now this might be in preparation for actually releasing 4K screens from Apple. They're never going to do it. I, I think they will do it. Uh, why, why, why wouldn't they do it? What's come stopping? June, and we'll see what happens. You're right. So I think it would be more likely that they would have uh, 
if they cared about launching a product with this, they would have waited for this feature uh, and pushed it towards June or September or December or whenever they do their product releases now. They wouldn't just do it now. Yeah, that, that would uh, that would not be native. Right. So now we have to talk about Apple again, but a different kind of Apple. The kind that makes them money, and that would be Peter Oppenheimer. Do you know him? I've never Oppenheimed him. You've never Oppenheimed? No. Ever. Well, For any reason, to well, anyone. Well, why not? It sounds suspiciously fake. So I have listened to Peter Oppenheimer many times, sitting right here in this room, actually, uh, during the quarterly... Uh, earnings call peter oppenheimer will do a you know anybody can listen kind of earnings call and you can just get the stream on the website and it's kind of cool to listen to did he have race cars on the floor no no race cars on the floor Wasn't it's, interesting. it's not it's not visual it's just it's just audio it's kind of a weird thing well like a podcast it's kind of a podcast but it's live like is it a different live cast live cast i think that's i think we're gonna have to try that so, Peter Oppenheimer, he's been with Apple for 18 years. You know, he started pre-next. Well, no, he started, yeah, okay, so pre-next acquisition. So, before Steve Jobs came back, I don't know how long he's been the CFO for that long, but he's been at Apple for at least 18 years and CFO for a majority of that time. And so, he, as far as I know, he's always been, like in my time, that position and always doing the earning calls talks. And so now, he is retiring. Oh, no. It is. So sad that a major Apple executive is retiring. You know what happened last time one tried to retire? Died. No. Died. No. I don't know what his name is now, but it didn't die. You know, the guy who retired but then came back two months later? No? Okay. Who? I don't know. He works with special projects and radios. Oh. What's his name? Levitsky. Unacceptable. Yeah, I, I made that up. Looking, looking it up, doing it right but now. I can picture his baldness. Yeah, I, I don't even see him on this anymore. <sighs> yeah. Oh man, yeah, I don't know what happened to him. Maybe he's gone for real. He, he was released, <laughs> un, un, unleashed. Yeah. So now he will be instead joining the Goldman Sachs board, which is kind of funny. Goldman Sachs, why would he suddenly leave Apple and go to some money laundering pyramid scheme? And replacing him as CFO at Apple will be Luca. Maestri. Can't, yeah, um, can't know if I said that right. Can't know. We won't know until uh, he makes a fool of himself. And... Well, I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I kind of want to see if I can find some audio of our good friend Peter. He has a very distinctive voice. Let's see if this is actual audio of him. Today, uh, last night was a, a momentous uh, meeting that was held by our city council. and to talk. Okay, so that, that was uh, Peter. He was talking about the... Uh, Cupertino new headquarters, the uh, big spaceship one circle. Mm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, can we talk about a real operating system creator now? As long as it's Microsoft, not Google. And it is. Um, well, <laughs> Firefox mm. OS is more. Real. Nope. Um, so you know, when it's April and stuff, we're expecting a the joke. Windows oh, okay. eight point one update. So like the RTM, like yes, of that update one. Yeah, thing? I mean, yeah. It, it's going to happen. It, it's a, it's going to be real. Um, but so we're expecting that in April. And what is what is it now? It's like March 8th. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, so a leak is out. And so you're like, awesome, Microsoft employee went rogue and did something on Utah. No, no, straight from Microsoft, like from the horse's mouth. From, from Windows Update. Spat out a direct link, just 
try now civilians try now yeah a direct link for both 32 and 64 bit versions yeah it was a pretty big direct link which i don't know they fixed it now yeah so they fixed it after yeah great but uh, how so uh, it's ready so so when when asked about this microsoft had a spokesperson say we look forward to sharing the details about the update soon so it turns out how this happened was that there was a setting in the registry somewhere that when edited to another specific value that was somehow acquired and found out a download link for the direct file would be revealed and it would allow them to uh, download it. Mm-hmm. That that That's funny to me. So now we know that it's around 761 megabytes um, the the build for it was published on three three, so just six days ago. So it's been, only been finalized for a few days, and for the most part, everything that we know, knew that was going to happen got in. Um, there, there's quite a lot of places where you can see screenshots. I don't have a link here, but one of the weird things that made it into the Windows eight update, Windows eight point one update one, which is so hard to say, was not a renaming, which would have been obvious and logical. Now. This week, I didn't just teach my class website basics. I also had to teach uh, Computer 201, which is kind of like the second step in our intro computer class. And there was a person with Windows 8.1, there was a person with Windows 8, and there was a person with Windows 7. They all walk into a bar. They all walk into a classroom with a guy who goes to bars. Okay, so anyway. Each operating system does things quite differently. And now, do you, can you imagine how hard it will be to ask someone, what version of Windows 8 do you have? So what are they going to say? They're going to say Windows 8. I have Windows 8. They have Windows 8.1. They have Windows 8. And then they have Windows 8.1 Update 1. That's impossible. They'll always just say they have Windows 8. And then when I try to explain something to them, they'll just explode. Or continue using it like they always have. People don't know what version of XP they have because they have XP. They only had one XP. There was no other version. That's not true at all. I mean, like, there there are notable differences between Service Pack 3 and... and 2. Yeah. Yeah, there, there, there is definitely... The, 3 looks better. Yeah, right. You know, it has a blue bar instead of a red bar. That's not true either. I was about to say, where did the red bar come from? <laughs> Virus. So, there is that. But uh, a lot of people were thinking that Microsoft would reveal the official branding for the update. No, it's really just legitimately update one. That's fine. No, no Windows Blue. Well, we do have some uh, legitimate revealing to go on. DirectX 12 will be revealed in full detail on March 20th at the Game Developer Conference, which I didn't know existed, although I'm sure Ian Buck might have told me at one time. The theme seems to be a unification of PC, tablet, phone, and console APIs to better deliver performance with less customized work across different devices. Makes sense, right? Yeah, set the standards now so in five years when tablets can actually do it, yeah. Well, so now imagine that you know, if if the Xbox is really not as lame as we think it is, the the Xbox One, and you know, even though it has lesser powerful hardware than than, than you know the PS4, if Microsoft's cloud centric external thing that they were proposing so heavily at E3 and in their own events, if that's actually real, and they put into DirectX actual cloud based APIs to do some of that offload processing, it could be really great. Imagine your phone using its 3G connection or 4G connection to do some offloaded tasks for your game or whatever. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. So they, they could they could do a lot of stuff with DirectX if they integrated some of that into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure they have a master plan. Doubt it. They're, it's Microsoft. They're amazing. There's no plan. Yeah. And so as previously mentioned, today is April 8th. 
and pseudo. No, today is not April eighth. Fail. Try again. It's, uh, something with an eighth. March. March eighth. Look, I'm only off by precisely thirty-one days. I know. Go on. Yeah. Um, either way, XP is going away soon, and thirty percent market share. In thirty-one days, XP will die, and there's still thirty percent market share. I mean, is it actually going to die? Okay, so let's move on. So on March 8th, the day we're recording this show, which is funny that I wrote that, the line below the one you failed so miserably on, just saying, uh, Microsoft will begin pushing out, through Windows Update, a pop-up dialog box saying, Windows XP end of, sur- end of support is on April 8th, 2014. Click here to learn more. And then it will reappear every month unless the checkbox in this pop-up is clicked to not show it ever again. So, isn't it funny that we've been training Windows XP users for years to dismiss rogue pop-ups on their computers, especially when it mentions an operating system, looks like it came from the operating system, has anything to do with anything? Yeah, I mean, I still do that now. I know. Java updates? Nah. Nah. And that's, that's, that accounts for so many of the pop-up questions right. I get from my mother. Like, well, does this mean something? No, it's just Java. Well, <laughs> it's funny you mentioned Java, because even if you tried to click yes... It would promptly, therefore, say, you already have the current version installed, because it sucks. Mm -hmm. I mean, when the day there's no more Java... So you say, will it really die? And I say... No, it can't. If your XP installation is hooked up to the internet, if it's not, then it won't die. But if it is, there will be a zero-day hole in it somewhere that will not be patched, and it will be shot. Your computer will no longer work after April 8th reliably. Does it work reliably now? I mean, it's... Let me refer to reliably as securely. Let me refer to reliably as in any way usable. But just because they flip a switch doesn't mean it's going to go away and become any less of a terrible thing it is now. It just won't be getting better. You don't understand. All the viruses that haven't been released in the past five years for XP will be released for XP. People have been waiting for this very moment to destroy it. Collectively, there's 30% market share. Of that's people a, using credit cards, using email addresses, using many things that all sorts of malicious, greedy people would love to have. So this is bigger than a target breach. Eh, it's hard to say for sure. It probably is, actually. 30%? Yeah, probably. Of the world. But is it? Yeah, it is. I mean, what's China going to do? Don't They don't care. They don't have credit cards. Oh, good point. They use rice. I thought you were going to say babies. How? Well, they have a net value. Okay. I just don't know how you put it on the net. With the simple choice plan. Yes. I yes. mean, I guess that would Works. work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the same story in there twice, do I go? Yeah, that's a different story. No, 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 no. I, uh, um, um, and so Microsoft extended its support for security essentials on XP until 2015, but installations on Windows XP will always show the system is unprotected and explain the support for the OS is definitely ending soon. It's going away. But you can still use Chrome. Yeah, you can still use Chrome. Great. But even if you use Chrome, it'll delay the inevitable by a few days. Your system will be compromised. There will be holes everywhere. And if it's not connected to the internet, maybe you have a chance. But even if it isn't, somebody will take a flash drive, plug it in, and burn a hole into its operating system core. Yeah. Which I believe is called the kernel. Yeah. And then it will pop. I think most computers shut down on their own now. Yes. Well, uh, there's a different kind of popping going on. Do you know who caused that? What? Uh, the, this kind of popping. 
No, I don't. Uh, well, well, it's our favorite Microsoft CEO. Ooh. Not Bill and not Saya. Really? The middle one. I would have to say it's the developer guy. The developer guy. Well, so I was going to play you a YouTube video. YouTube, gone. Gone. There we go. I got it. So now I have to look at my timestamp. Sixteen ten. No. Succeed and fail is one figured out how to make money because they really were deep in thinking through the revenue, price, and business model. And I think that is, let me just say, underattended to generally. Uh, and there's probably more that can be done outside the school of hard knocks to learn that. Okay. So lots of advice for you and for the that old Steve Bomber. So advice, speaking of advice, what was the best and worst advice you were given when you were uh, back there getting started? Best advice I ever got at anything I got from my father. Bar none, absolutely, I'm going to share it with you here today. <laughs> and it was so prophetic and so deep, I'm not sure you're going to get it, so listen carefully. My dad said, if you're going to do a job, do a job. And if you're not going to do a job, don't do a job. And that is the key of everything. No, seriously, the notion that if you're really going to do something, then get it, heart, body, and soul, and do it. And really care. And have the kind of brain that forces you. You're always thinking about it, and worrying about it, and caring about it, and nurturing it, and tending to it, and growing it. And just, you either be all in or be all out. Now, There are disadvantages to this kind of personality, I will tell you. It's not all a bed of roses. But if you want to start something particularly, the notion that says if you're in, get in. Be all in. Be accountably in. If you're going to be one of the 13% of the folks that Peter was talking about that do a startup, I guarantee you that unless you're all in, and not all in for six months, let's see how it goes, or a year, no startups do well that quickly. You've got to be in, and you've got to stay in, and you've got to take a long-term view. You've got to be as hardcore as anything if you're going to be successful. I would say that's the best piece of advice. I mean, it's kind of, kind of simply put by my dad, but I've interpreted it. It's kind of like uh, religious writings. It's got much in the way of interpretation by me at this stage. Uh, so... There you go. What is, what was this advice again? Do a podcast or don't do a podcast. I, I don't know if that's what it was, but I feel like I could read it that way. I could interpret I can, it that yeah, way. Yeah, it's up to interpretation. Yeah, I says. think it, it might have something to do with that. Yeah. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it makes perfect sense. We could apply it very easily to the network. So we do at the Nexus, and we don't do the universe. Like, it happened. So yeah. uh, that that was just a minute and a half snippet from an Oxford University speaking event where Steve was speaking about business. And and I watched more than just that part. And you can really tell that he's more of a business person than a tech person because he doesn't talk about any of the tech stuff. And indeed, this was in a business school. But I feel like even if I was a business person, but I had underlying tech enthusiasm, I would still talk about that anyway. I, I think you would too. Mm-hmm. Now, I feel like the table is deboing. I think it's expired. It happened. Yeah. Um, but so speaking of other expirations, um, before Bulmer left Microsoft, he wanted to buy Nokia. Mm-hmm. And he also wanted to buy Here, which was their mapping platform. Mm-hmm. He said that if he didn't get both, he would leave or one or the other. And so they're leasing here. And they just flat out bought Nokia's phone. And he left. And he left. So I mean, it's it's kind of funny. So is that like a triple win? 
no, there's no winning. He left. Mm. I, I don't like the Satinia Dialia. Like, he's too exotic and foreign and not good for the company. He We need a good Steve Ballmer. Like, he he can do a job, as we just found out. It, it turns out, just yeah. do it. Makes sense. It it kind of does, maybe. Well, let's let's uh, let's talk about what AMD is doing. Actually, what is AMD up to these days? Well, they're introducing a new socket platform called AM1 for what is known as Cabini. Oh, can can you say that? No, Cabini. No, no, no. Why? Not even gonna try. Well, it's like I don't say the core name for like you don't have a phenom too. Oh gosh, yeah, Thundrarin. Yeah, like it's, it's, how do you, what is I, it? I don't like, remember. They're good at finding crappy. They names. they really are. They they pulled them out of a hat. Well, these uh, desktop processors—that's what they're calling them—will be uh, built on the Jaguar CPU system. They'll be marketed under the Athlon and Simpron names, your favorite. And they will include integrated graphics with support for DirectX 11.2, USB 3, SATA 3, and the cheapest units are estimated to be just $60. Very low-end parts. But that's cool. Is it cool? Ah, yeah. So... USB 3, man. What I don't know is what CPUs go into this AM1. Hmm. It seems like Hmm. I have completely omitted that information because I still don't know. Don't think about it. Don't worry about it. Does AMD know? That's my fear. Oh, of course they know. How do you They got to sell something. But do they? Oh, so, uh, and, and this is... A comp- <laughs> what? I'm, I'm fearful. Why? What? Hi? Hi. Doing well? Yeah. So, AMD in the press release said that this product supports Windows XP very well. You know, <laughs> it just goes to prove it's not going to go away, XP. I agree that it won't go away. However, the viruses that will be on your system will make it go away. Somebody will continue the support for some menial fee a month. But nobody's going to pay more for it. They'll just get ripped off. Their credit cards will be exposed. Their lives will end. They're going to file their taxes. They're going to file their taxes on April 12th, four days after April 8th. Have you done your taxes? I don't have taxes. I don't actually make money. I mean, most people have already done their taxes already. No, false. Course. No. Have you seen the TurboTax commercials? I watched They're already them. up. Like, well, get your billion back, America. Derp to her. That's it's H&R Block, so no. Turns out. I don't know. I, already... I know you don't, and I don't even watch TV. All I know is why would you pay somebody else to do your taxes if unless you didn't have stocks and other things? Because it's a lot easier to pay somebody that we've it's known. it's really easy just to do it yourself. But it's not. Really? Yeah, it is. Really? Yeah. When really? you have a house, when you have children with... uh. School credits. You fill out forms no, it's and too you hard. mail them. Well, and Jean's a really nice person, so that's why we like saying hi. Oh, really? Yeah. Just to go say hi? Well, and pay her $450 or something crappy. That's an iPad mini. With service. <sighs> yeah, it is. So anyway, people are going to do their taxes. Oh, crap. Each in our block is running Windows XP. Crap. You know. Better not go after uh, April 8th. Yeah. Well, anyway, want to tell me about what IDC is saying? Well, IDC is claiming that PC shipments fell worldwide a whole 9.8% uh, in you. 2013. And uh, there's likely Windows 8 to blame for that, which I disagree with. That's what IDC is saying about it. Y- you can't blame that. I mean, there's why can't you want to be better? But it's not. It's not doing better. Why can't? I mean, just because one operating system isn't... So cool, it's going to make you spend a bunch of money you don't have. Exactly. I mean, that's... there. Are, everyone knows a computer lasts three years. False. I I believe three is the magic number. Well, I mean, three is my upgrade cycle. 
but I don't know. Normal some people, people use four, some people use five. I mean, people don't just break a computer every day and get a new one. How do you know they don't break it every Sammy's day? Sammy's still alive. We don't have have any proof. We of, don't have any. Uh, um, what is it doing right now? Having its taxes on it. It is. A PDF <laughs> on the desktop. Open. For the students to abuse. She said we could take it. Anyway, the IDC also says that the cheapening of decent tablets and phones has also caused this to happen. But do you believe that, too? I mean, tablets don't do anything besides check email. So a lot of people, my grandmother specifically, tries to do everything she can on her phone and will very reluctantly walk into her living room and open the laptop. You see, I got, I remember I used to, like, I got the Nexus 7, and I'm like, oh, man, this is, this is going to be the greatest thing ever. And that was, like, for a month, and then you got over it. Broke it, is how I... I said you got over it. Yeah. Um... And then I realized how limited the iPad was after that. Like, because I tablets really don't. No, I mean, there's there's no future for them. There's I mean, a future for them, but they're very passive devices. You can't actively do things on them. However, I've been actually going to class quite frequently, as like every day, and more frequently, I've been taking my unreviewed Bluetooth tablet, and I've actually been taking class notes with it, and it's a lot of great fun to take notes with the keyboard instead of having to write them. You know what I could do to make this even a better product? Just get a laptop called a Chromebook or something. Yeah. Like, there's no reason to have a tablet and a keyboard when you could just have a laptop. So my aunt... Or desktop. Can't take those to class. No outlet. Just, I can't, can't do it. So my, my aunt, she bought an iPad Air. She, she saw the Air versus the Mini. You're, you're telling me this, yeah. And so she got the Air and, because it was the same size, technically. You know, it, um, mm-hmm. it's just a little bit bigger, but it, is bigger and it doesn't cost that much more and so she got it and she was going on a business trip overseas and she wanted to buy a keyboard and it's like well so here's a bunch of links to amazon here's a bunch of different styles of bluetooth keyboard here's one in a in a portfolio kind of style here's one standalone here's one from apple and so she looked at them and uh, she said she'd go to best buy to try different models out and i'm sure she didn't because that would be a lot of work but she believes that the ipad and the keyboard together Forms a great synergy. So, my sister believed that when she headed out to college, mm-hmm. and she got an iPad, and she now before got you pages. go further, what version of iPad? This was the iPad two. This okay. is when she first shipped out. Mm-hmm. Um, she did a she did it for a whole semester. Mm-hmm. All her papers were on pages and that. And then, so do you know what I did? I gave her the Google laptop, mm-hmm. and so you know that's a piece of crap. Pretty close. But it still could write a paper better yeah. because... It had a real keyboard. Real. Yeah. Tangible. A, a real screen. But do you know what it didn't have? Word? A Office? numpad. What do you need that for? Three rows. I mean, it just... How to look you... at it and to... How often do you need numpad? But to have a wrong one always just That's looking true. at you. Yeah. Like, like it's wrong. So, I, I, I don't know. I think... So, we're, we're going to get to the story eventually here. But Samsung... You know, here, let, let me let me help this. I <laughs> Clever, clever. Yeah, it is. Samsung is updating its Chromebook lineup. They're calling this year's model the very well-named Samsung Chromebook 2. There are now two models, though. Maybe that has something to do with the 2 in it. There's a expensive model at 399 which is pretty close to being entry-level Windows territory, don't you think? Nah. You don't think so? Nah, I was listening. Okay, uh, so 399 model, it's going to feature a 1080p display at 13.3 inches, uh, and it will collectively only weigh uh, 3.09 pounds. 
it will come with four gigabytes of memory, 16 gigabytes of internal storage, and whatever the latest generation of the Exynos 5 Octa processor is. Octa processor. Octa? Octa? I don't know. It's something about eight cores. Like four active and four less active. You could be a salesperson at Best Buy. (laughs) Hey, buy this. Four on, four half on. (laughs) So they're using the big little system. Yeah, I mean, that's the trend. It is, it is the trend. Yeah. And Samsung is saying that it will be delivering 8.5 hours of battery life, which isn't bad. That's pretty good, however, actually. I, I believe that's good. However, the 13-inch MacBook Air of the Haswell variety can get about a 12 and a half. Can it? In the Verge really? tests. In the Verge tests? Yes, which are better than the Apple tests. Because yes. we know what the Verge did, which mm-hmm. is look at the Verge, which is the worst website for a mobile device to look at. Uh, I think there's others that are bad. No, that is the worst. Mm. Mm-hmm. And the cheaper model will be featuring a $319 price tag at an 11.6-inch 11. inch size, yeah, 1366x768 display resolution. It will be featuring a slightly slightly slower processor of the same variety, uh, Exynos 5 Octa, and a smaller battery uh, getting somewhere around 7.5 hours. And it will be featuring the same storage and memory as the more expensive model. However, it will only be 2.43 pounds. Cool. So would you get one of these $319 computers versus, like, maybe a Nexus 7 with a keyboard for an extra $30? So a Nexus 7 costs $229, an extra keyboard costs around $260. You're asking the wrong person because I would get the Nexus 7. Well, we already have a laptop. Wait, let me rephrase. No, desktop. I have a I have a full fledged proper desktop mm-hmm. with real buckling keys. Not only that, your desktop can actually crunch pretty much anything. I mean, so I know yours a little bit different is faster and everything, right? But I don't feel limited no, using mine. You're not limited um, at all because you you have a great desktop. Maybe it's a little limited in graphics, but it's not well, even. So I've been trying to remedy that. Yeah, and so I I crunch some numbers and it's a thousand dollars for what. And I seven, uh, and the new graphics card turns out, huh? And do everything, uh-huh. and just take the RAM out yeah. and move it over. That's pretty much the only. Well, the drives too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. they're they're expensive again. Yeah, I know. So is that memory? If you had to buy new memory, it'd be a fortune. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sixteen gigs is enough, and I'll just have a broken, nice computer. Mm-hmm. But th- that is years away, right? So. A lot of normal people, though, they would consider getting that tablet, and I don't think there's a reason. I mean. So my mom... Both she, are crap. She wanted... Yes, I agree. But if you had to pick one of these kind of crap, which would you pick? The tablet where you can't type or the If you played Angry Birds Go, I mean, that tilting would make up for it's it. Cool, like, but it's cool, but how many people do that normally? Would, who would type on a laptop the size of a small... It's a 13-inch laptop I mean, if you get the expensive one, or it's 11.6. The good ones, like, my, my pride and joy of laptops... Oh, um, completely off-related, but... Uh, off-related. Off-related. I was at Murray tonight, mm-hmm. and um, so my first computer was a gateway laptop, and um, I hadn't seen one in forever, but mm-hmm. Putnam had an identical model and series, and I remembered the trackpad, and it had the same gross touch when you poked the clickers. Now, was and... that gateway laptop the unsupported system change yeah, one? Yeah, oh, Do you remember that? And the same unsupported plastic... system change. The... Yeah, you're... Italian. Uh, what? The, the, the uh, hinge on the plastic was so bad. And I don't know. Like, it brought back memories of that crap. But no, you, 13 inches is too small. Like, my, my pavilion that I bought was 17. That's and that huge. was 
still not as big well, so as... You, you're into that larger-than-life lifestyle. I don't like circus cars. You don't like circus cars. I don't know. I still think it's too small. 13 inches. I think it's a great size. My MacBook Air is a perfect size. Yeah, but I love that the the cover on that chrome, like like the, the leather-bound... Oh, so you mean the part that I didn't like, talk about. It's amazing. So the previous generation Chromebook was kind of just a plasticky thing. You could like... It looked look, like all the other ones. Yeah, it looked like all the other ones. You could kind of just look at it and the plastic would start breaking. If you depress the trackpad, the kind of the plastic would just start melting under your finger's heat. So Samsung remedies this plastic problem with a leather problem. So now they've just strapped Samsung cow on top. Yeah, Um. but I can't, so it's $319. And yeah. so it's cheap for throwing components in there. Yeah. Um, and I started to think about these uh, touch covers. Mm-hmm. Like, do you remember the touch covers that were all... The, the Rage? Yeah, yeah, all the Rage. And... $99 touch cover? Mm-hmm. Yes. And then all so, of a sudden... I have a question. Do you think under that leather, do you think there's physical plastic or something? Or do you think literally the screen is right behind? Like the back no, side of the screen? There needs to be a plastic shielding. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Because otherwise you could... Yeah, way too easily. I wonder if there was a real reason for doing it. We'll see the iFixit teardown. Yeah, you're right. We will. So I don't have a day on which this will be released. So hopefully it's coming soon. I probably won't get one. I probably want something better. You know, I might get one. I got money to burn now. Yeah, I've heard of that. So finally, in the news, let's talk about Eric Schmidt. This time, he's not saying anything about TVs or Android or even Google. He says... What does he say? Robots. Well... Be omnipresent in our lives in a good way. You did two words there. That was cheating. But uh, a that's a letter, not a word. We've been over this. No, we've never been over this, but I'm glad you pointed it out. I have to agree. <laughs> that's terrible. That's it. That's all I have for the news. I'm not even going to talk anymore about Eric Schmidt. Yeah, it's uh, just him it's, being it's, ridiculous. No, he's fine. So I heard you had to have some plugs. Yeah, so as you know, this was the week of a big week. Mm, tell me about why. So, as you all know, X-Men is great. Like, um, X-Men movies, X-Men doesn't have a bad movie until number three. One and two were great. Three, four, and five, and six weren't, weren't actually labeled four, five, and six. Haven't seen, don't care. Like, the, the, the first class, the Wolverine, Wolverine born origins, and Wolverine I love you's. <laughs> Um, they're all I, I haven't observed, but I do have always had a man crush on Magneto. And this week, Marvel has announced, well, came out, um, Magneto has his own comic book, and, uh, I promptly went to the source the day after to avoid the lines, and I got uh, my copy, first run copy of Magneto, number one. But, comic books are a lot different than I remember them. How so? So it's a 30-page thing, mm-hmm. eight pages of colored ads just everywhere. Notice that from 30 minus 8? There are 22 pages. So it's advertised as a 22-page comic book. Okay. And it's 30 pages long because of the ads. Okay. So it doesn't it doesn't take away. So it's kind of like a, a half-hour anime where there's yes, 22 minutes of show. This is a $4 comic book, and it's so thin. Well, it's a free anime. Nah, yuck. Um, either way, so about halfway through, there's this little pull tab. I'm like weird am i going to ruin its value by pulling it off yeah, i don't care rip it off and it's like oh you got a free comic and so um i guess in all, all the marvel comic books 
you can get a HD ad-free copy of your book. Really? Ad-free? Yes. That's great. And so I promptly got the new Marvel app. And the, the, the Google Plus score is very, very... Or Google Play store is... Mm-hmm. The reviews are terrible. Oh. Because nobody has a good phone. But if you have a proper phone, it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. And so the Nexus 4... Phone. Well, it has HD support. Yeah, 720p display, that's HD. And you can zoom in on Magneto ripping police officers' brains out. So in their and defense, if I saw this in an app, and this is probably taken on a tablet because of the spacing is absurd, mm-hmm. this does look kind of terrible. But have you used it on the phone? Yeah, it looks great. Yeah. Um, and it actually isn't too bad reading a comic book on a phone. No. I mean, it's just like paging through any other PDF. And it rescales... Well. Amazingly, Good. for the phone, yeah. um, and then sliding. I feel like I have to slide too far over, mm-hmm. like to like to make turn the, the page, page. I just want to go like right. this. I don't want to move my finger. I mean, I I'm trying to conserve my calories. I understand. Um, but yeah, no, those reviews aren't that bad. No, there but there's some very negative slander. Wait, scroll up. Whoa, whoa. Scroll up. Scroll up. Scroll up. Okay, yeah, you got the right one. Well, I should hope so. I looked at your phone to find out. Well, I mean, but there there are several comic book viewers. Okay. Um, and not all of them are this one. This is the one. Um, but no, um, very interesting to see how you get, uh, new comic books, and I very much like it. So do you know if, like, like, how long does a physical comic book stay in circulation, like, at those stores? That's a hard question to answer. Like, so for this... Some stores specialize in backup prints. So, like, this episode just came out. This will be in the source. So do you know how they have... You know their back wall. Yeah. Every week. It just week, goes down. It just goes down. So mm-hmm. that will probably be on there for three weeks, maybe two. Because you're holding up four fingers. Each side, like panoramic. Okay, but they also have all the drawers and drawers of right. old books. And... So I wonder if there's like an expiration for how long that digital code will work. Oh, oh yes, 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 yes. It, it, it says right on it. Used oh. before um, a year from now. Oh, okay. Um, That's fine. Yeah, it goes away sometime 2015. I just wanted to make sure because it... But it, it does say in letters bigger than what the actual pull tab was, uh-huh. use this now. <laughs> use what? Oh, pull tab. Because the letters are bigger than the pull tab. Exactly. The How? pull tab, tiny, like, I don't, like pop tab sized. And okay. these big expiration things and it's... Yeah, it, but no, um, buy comic books now. And so the funny thing is, so it was $4 for the comic book and you get the online edition or on Wednesday. So when episode two comes out, you can buy it online for three ninety nine. Okay. And not have a actual copy. For how much? Phys- non-physical? Well, see, you pay three ninety nine in stores and then three ninety nine online, but you don't have to pay the tax. But I feel like I want the one in the store then because you're yeah. getting more. You really are. On the other hand, you have to get there. But getting there is the fun part. But not really. I mean, there's Roseville's Finest. There's yeah. all sorts. I did go through that Roseland intersection again. <laughs> like, I took the other way out. and yeah. Well, I, you have a hard time with that intersection. Oh, my. Have you noticed how it's impossible to read the sign, Roseland? Because the, 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 the southbound sign is just white. I never like, read just, it. Yeah. So I, I also too have a plug that was not there before, but mysteriously. Oh yeah, I mean, it just, just, just Mysterion is rising. Yes, and so what I would like to to experiment with is pumping this in. You can hear that, right? So it, it reminds me a lot of Journey. So what this game is is it's called Smash Hit. Smash Hit. 
Yes, and so it's a it's kind of a clever name for what the game is about. So you are, as a player, are going down a, more or less a predestined track, and your goal is to use these metallic balls to throw at glass pyramids. Hmm. And for every glass pyramid you break, you get three extra balls. For every ball you use up, you lose one. And uh, there's like stages, and you have to do it. Would you like to try this? Yes, I would. Uh, Playing Flappy Bird. Well, that's not exciting. I think you have to hit play. So wow, that is Journey. So it is. It is very sound a lot like Journey. So the music is really relaxing. It's paced to the level of difficulty. So I think there's like. So what happens if I don't do anything? You just keep going. Like, so you, it's okay to miss them. Yeah, it's totally okay. So. Um, there are things, though, that will hamper you. So you can miss and lose. So if you lose all your balls, it's kind of funny to say, you lose the game. Oh, you got to shoot the thing. Yes. So there are points where if you hit something, you lose 10 balls. And you get balls by hitting the pyramids, but you lose 10 by hitting other obstacles that you don't break in front of you directly. So I, I've been playing for the past couple of days. The game looks really, really good. Like the, Too uh, good. The geometry is so polished. The physics are so well done. Uh, you know, everything arcs and curves the way you would expect. The music is pretty journey-esque, although it does kind of get a little repetitive because there's only one track per room, I guess. And the the game is divided up into rooms where each room starts a new checkpoint, I guess. Um, now, you're wondering, since it's an Android app and it's a game on Android, you're wondering where the in-app purchases are. Where are they? Well, they don't give you extra balls. They don't give you extra lives. They don't do anything stupid like that. Instead, what you can do is it's a free game initially, and then thereafter you can buy the ability to resume from checkpoint. So if you lose now, you'll be forced to start all over again. And so it's very enticing to pay the one ninety nine fee to simply... Oh, checkpoint one. Yeah. Uh, it's very enticing to pay the one ninety nine fee to simply resume from where you last died. There are a few power-ups in the game that you can acquire naturally. I don't think you can buy any of those, which is good. I'm glad. Uh, for the most part, it reminds me a lot of Dots and, and and Fives in the sense that the game's premise is very simple. But it's more interactive than those because you actually have to do something. It's hard to believe that this is just an app. Isn't it? Like I feel like I have one of those new gaming phones. I don't know. Uh, what happens when you die? You die. It stops. Wow, I have turbo balls. Yeah, so I'm just spewing so, balls. So there, there's a power up that lets Stripping you use on them too. Yeah, so yes, so it's really cool actually. So I've been playing for the past few days, and I've gotten some skills in the ability to throw balls in strange ways in order for them to ricochet and bounce off other things in order to get to the pyramids. You can also do weird things like if you hit ten pyramids in a row without missing, mm-hmm. you will get. Double balls. So each ball, instead of costing one and only throwing one, it'll still cost one, and you throw two at once. Oh, cool. And then if you throw another, if you break another ten pyramids, you'll get three. And presumably, if you do 40 pyramids in a row, you'll get four, uh, and probably up to some threshold. So it's kind of cool. I don't know what the really benefit of having more than one at a time is, really. GPU intensive? I don't, I don't know. So the Nexus 5 is a completely in, uh, incredibly amazing phone, and it is completely capable of playing. I'd actually be really interested to see what it's like on the Nexus 4, because, uh, you know, it ha- does have a slightly older uh, GPU. Mm-hmm. So that'd be really interesting. So I have not yeah. bought the game's, you know, inner app resume from Checkpoint feature, 
because I don't know if it's compelling enough for me to do it. How much is it? It's one ninety nine to resume from the checkpoint. You buy it once and it's just forever. No problem there. So it's, you know, it's just buying the game, essentially. Like, you can try it for free and then resume from checkpoints whenever you want, just assuming you buy it. That's actually pretty cool. It seems like a really good deal. I have $8 in Google Play credit. I suppose I could just go buy it. Uh, so I really like it. Uh, if you if you like dots in a way, I think it's yeah, I, it's tangential. I don't see the dot. You don't think so? I, I balls. It spews journey. Balls. Round circles. Throwing. I get balls, but dots are different than balls. How? Balls, I feel, have another depth, depth to their okay. sphere. <laughs> you're, you're right. I agree. Dots are like flat. Okay. Okay, you're right. So uh, that's all of the plugs for this week, I think, right? True? Correct? Oh, so true. So what are, what are you doing next week? Well, um, I think Monday through Saturday I got work again. I have tomorrow off. I'm happy. Yeah, I figured that. So that that's good. So uh, I don't think I mentioned, but I had a midterm this week. I also heard you had a final project due. It uh, was not a final project. It was the first project. Those mistakes. I heard you missed a deadline. I didn't miss anything. By yeah, you, you almost. S- Sam might have missed many things. So, I have another midterm coming up this week on Thursday, which will be much harder than any of the others. So we'll see how that goes. That's in the operating systems class. Although the professor did say that if you've been doing the homework, you'll be just fine. Which they I was, always say that they always say that, and then you do not at all well. Yeah. So there, there's that. And, of course, I don't think there's any big events. Oh, wait, what am I talking about? There's South by Southwest. So I don't think there's going to be a lot of announcements at South by this year, because why would there be? But if there are, we'll, of course, be making Matt go down to Austin and deliver the mail this week. So do you know what I hear? Austin's warm? That Austin is the number one city to live if you're uh, into tech stuff, because the highest paying salaries are there, not in Silicon Valley. As... Yeah, because of those factories that are owned by the Apples and the other places. Yeah, I mean, salary-wise, go to Austin, you make and, more money. And not only that, even more... Uh, Troy, not Cost of Troy... living is much, much, much lower, yeah, well, and the, you get more. Not only that, uh, they also have probably a better climate, but in addition to that, in a few years, Austin will be... Google, Google Fiber. Fiber. So the tech scene there will heat up even more. If I wasn't living here, I certainly wouldn't be living there. But if I did have to live somewhere else, it would be there. I'm I'm a fan of this central time zone. This this minus six is pretty good. Pretty good. So I like to think of it as a plus eighteen, but I understand. I no, you shouldn't think about it that way. Why? Because that's how everything in the world has labeled it negative six. Well, yes, but I, I like look at what's in my left cheek pocket. I got. This here map. Oh, that is quite the map. Well, it's got our time zones. Well, in case you got to make a phone call, like figure out where the mail's at, like in, in case you're superior. Wait, does really North Dakota have a split time zone? Crap. Yeah, yeah. No, that's can you imagine how much it sucks that's to live in that few cities? Well, I guess it's next to a tree, so it's they got compensation. No. There aren't no trees. Aren't no trees. Aren't no trees. Well, okay. So where can we find you, aside from next to a tree on the internet? Well, turns out my website... Crappy as it is, we'll be up for a full another six months. I Bills can fix be that paid. For you. What? What? The website? No, no, I paid. I I know, but I could fix it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, make it so girls flock to me. That's your problem. I want these incompletes to like me. I think that's part of your problem. And of course, you can find me Ryan Ramper said just about everywhere, especially on the Twitter, Ryan Amar. And of course, 
So I went to a movie today, and I was observing the teenagers mill about the movie theater talking with their friends, and I found it to be very intriguing. So I tweeted significantly about it. You can read about those on the Twitter, Ryanamar, and of course on the Google+, Plus, which is where I post many show notes throughout the week, and other things, such as any comments I find about developers stealing other developers' ideas on the Google Play Store. I found a really interesting comment somebody left in a review, and I decided to post it. Because it was cool. amusing. So so there's that. Anything else? Uh, Andrew Bailey would like you to make up the server of our pizza that we're not having. Just just pick a name out of the hat and what do you, what do you get? We have... Oh, loading. 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 Bartholomew started cooking our pizza. I don't know how you got that name, but it sounds good. Bartholomew is a real name. I don't got him that. Okay. He was a villain very villainous okay well I think that's all we have for this week have a good one false yeah I'm about to say (laughs) even I the limited mathematician that I once was can still spot a failed number computation remember this week you were obsessed with Gundam Gundam Builder also there's the problem with the pop filter there's a hole in it hey t-mobile you know them right i I had a diet coke and my life is over there's a pepsi in the room this is what happens there is a pepsi in the room but i'm handling it slowly okay thanks so the grandmother said to me today i don't need to know how fast the sun goes around the earth in my daily life yeah, actually. And I said, I don't think age and wisdom is necessarily correlated. I think I'm wiser than I was three years ago. I'm also heavier. <laughs> Did you break the chair back? <laughs> no. <laughs> the wave that made was so good. It's that one right there. <laughs> I'm totally wiser than I was three years ago.